0: Good evening, this is Bud Lundberg bringing you selections from my own record collection in a program we call Bud's Corner. Each Sunday night at this time, I'll be playing the great swing music of the 30s and 40s, the big bands in their heyday, the small groups, the great individualists. Sometimes we'll dip back into the 1920s to explore the beginnings of this wonderful music we call jazz. And sometimes we'll venture into the later years to appreciate new ideas and the mainstream players of today. But whatever it is, it will swing. Our format is to feature a single artist each week. This week we have the pleasure of bringing to you one of the great swing bands of the 1930s and 40s, Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra. To give a little background, Lunsford was born in Fulton, Missouri, June 6th, 1902. Uh, He uh, went to high school in Denver, Colorado. He studied under uh, Paul Whiteman's father. He acquired a Bachelor of Music degree from Fisk University in 1926 and was teaching in Memphis, Tennessee when he formed his first band in 1929. That band that went out in the 1930s included some of his Fisk students. Edwin Wilcox, pianist, Willie Smith, the great alto saxophonist, uh, Henry Wells, trombonist. In the early 30s, he began to uh, uh, gather a reputation. But it was in 1934 and 35 that he really came to the attention of the public with a new swinging style. Lunsford was proficient in all reeds, played flute well, but he uh, seldom played with the band, uh, confining himself to leadership. The Lunsford style was something a little bit different than any of the other swing bands. This is early 1935, an example of the uh, that great Lunsford swinging style. This is four or five times. Gunsfern and his orchestra, Swanee River, from early 1935. The band actually came to New York uh, City in 1933 and played at the Lafayette Theater. They were at the Cotton Club in 1934, and uh, it was uh, during that time that they began to get the great popularity that, uh, um, that uh, succeeded them. The band in the key years, 34 through 37, was uh, really quite studied. The trumpets were Eddie Tompkins, Paul Webster, and Cy Oliver, who was their chief arranger. Trombones were Elmer Crumley, Russell Bowles, and Eddie Durham, who also played uh, amplified electric guitar on occasion. Saxophones included Willie Smith, Earl Carruthers, Joe Thomas, a fine tenor saxophonist, and Dan Grissom, who also was their romantic singer. Edwin Wilcox, who came with him from Fisk University, was on piano. Moses Allen Bass guitarist was Al Norris and a really fine drummer, Jimmy Crawford, who was with the band almost uh, throughout its career. Uh, they made a great combination. Perhaps they didn't have the as great a soloist as uh, Ellington and Basie, but very close. They had an ensemble style, a precision uh, that was greater, finer than any black orchestra uh, that uh, then existed. Uh, let's play another one of their, um, showing their style of that time. This is Avalon. Again, it's mid-1935. There's a nice Willie Smith alto saxophone solo, a short trumpet solo by Si Oliver. This is an Eddie Durham arrangement. He's the one that played, played guitar and trombone. So they had several arrangers. This is Avalon. Lunsford Orchestra, Avalon. Lunsford uh, liked to incorporate uh, vocals or a trio uh, from the band. The next number is one that is typical of what he liked to do. Take a uh, uh, well-known tune, uh, give it a swing arrangement, uh, have a short uh, vocal or vocal trio. In this case it's a trio led by uh, alto saxophonist who uh, was just playing on Avalon, uh, Willie Smith. Uh, This is My Blue Heaven. There's a trombone during the vocal by Russell Bowles, a uh, Cy Oliver arrangement, My Blue Heaven. Thank mm-hmm. you. Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra, 1935, My Blue Heaven. A fine example of that loping, Lunsford two-beat style, and of the thing he did in combining the vocal with a rather cute swing that uh, gained great popularity. The These um, arrangements were chiefly due to, to Cy Oliver. Uh, yeah. Oliver, uh, who never studied any kind of an arranging, uh, always downplayed what he did for the band, but much of the style was uh, due to him. Later, he became the, became the chief arranger for uh, the Tommy Dorsey Orchestra, was much sought after. The band, besides uh, vocals and uh, sort of uh, cute things, could really swing too. This is an Eddie of arrangement. Solo again by Willie Smith, uh, the last saxophone, baritone saxophone. Solo was by Earl Carruthers and there's another in this. Paul Webster is the trumpeter who plays uh, in sort of a high scream Maynard Ferguson style and uh, the Lunsford Orchestra was known for this uh, uh, long before uh, Ferguson got into the act. There's a fine Joe Joe Thomas tenor saxophone. This is the Lunsford Orchestra in 1936. The tune is Harlem Shout. Lunsford and his orchestra, Harlem Shout, high, uh, the trumpet solo and the high trumpet at the end by Paul Webster. According to George Simon, the he calls the Lunsford band the most exciting band of all time. Its music was great, but that mu- not that much greater than uh, a number of other bands. But its showmanship was fantastic. The band propelled a joyous swinging beat. Musicians projected uninhabited, unfurled fettered enthusiasm. The uh, band emphasized ensemble sounds. It had fine soloists, but uh, uh, the ensemble was uh, its forte. It was brilliant brass, sweeping saxes, wonderful buoyant rhythm. The band propelled uh, such a uh, display and enthusiasm before the audience because of their um, enthusiasm among themselves. There was constant exchange between the musicians, and it wasn't something that was put on for show, but it was real. Uh, uh, Trumpets uh, would uh, uh, play to the uh, point skyward as trombones would. Sometimes the trumpets would uh, uh, throw their instruments in the air. The saxes would stand like they were going to charge off the uh, stage. And uh, so it was really a visual band as well as... uh, as, uh, Uh, one that was great to listen to. Tommy Dorsey tells the story of one time playing at Roseland ballroom in New York, uh, and it was the habit of Roseland to have two bands on occasion, one at each end of the dance floor, and each would play for a half an hour. Well, he was pitted against Lunsford. Uh, Lunsford played the first set, and uh, Dorsey stood there listening, and soon came to the conclusion that there was no way he could compete with uh, Uh, the way Lunsford was uh, uh, playing, and the uh, visual display that they put on. He decided the only way to survive the evening was to play nothing but slow romantic numbers, in contrast to the swinging Lunsford. That's what he did, and he survived quite well. Let's take another example of that irresistible Lunsford swing. This is a tune, a Cy Oliver arrangement again. Uh, The tune is typically named for dancers only. Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra, For Dancers Only. Uh, Another Cy Oliver arrangement of the uh, uh, late 30s, uh, and including the vocal as, as he so often did, was the tune Cheatin' On Me.
1: Of a sweetheart, I hoped you'd be I trusted you And thought that you'd be true Because my love was so strong That I went along Never dreaming, never dreaming That you'd do me wrong Oh, love is a game That I've played On the square But you're not the kind Who could ever play fair I may forgive Oh, but mama Sure as you live Someday you are gonna be sorry Because you cheated on me Love is a game that I've played on the square, but baby, you're not the kind who could ever play fair. Let me tell you, mama, I may forgive, but as sure as you live, someday, someday gonna be sorry because you cheated on me
0: Lunsford with the vocal trio Cheatin' On Me. George Simon, who wrote the band, the, the mute book, The Big Bands, uh, was a longtime uh, uh, reporter for a Downbeat magazine and uh, wrote regular reviews. He tells in 1940 of uh, uh, spending several days reviewing the uh, Lunsford Orchestra of that time when they, play, when they played just off Times Square. I happen to come across a uh, recording, an air check of that same period. It isn't the best quality. Has an introduction with uh, the Lunsford theme, and then an introduction of the orchestra, and they go into one of their f- really fine swing tunes, uh Swinging on Sea. This is the nineteen forty band, which had changed somewhat by that time. Uh, Paul Webster and uh, was in the trumpet section along with Snooky Young and Gerald Wilson, both uh, who became well known trumpeters. Uh, Trummy Young was in the trombone section, and uh, he uh, became famous. Willie Smith was, uh, and Joe Thomas were still in the uh, uh, saxophone section, um, and otherwise the band was uh, much the same. But it had been strengthened by these additions. This is the Lunsford Orchestra on location in New York, just off Times Square, nineteen forty, uh, swinging on C. Mutual presents the one and only Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra.
1: And we're underway swinging on sea.
0: Jimmy Lunsford, 1940 band Swingin' on Sea. That gives you some idea of the great excitement that the band projected. Paul Webster was playing the uh, high trumpet. It was an absolutely thrilling big band uh, sound. The band could also play some beautiful music too. This is a slow swinging number entitled Chopin's Prelude. Lunsford's rendition of Chopin's Prelude. George Simon, in writing about those several nights he spent at the ballroom just off Times Square, uh, quotes that as being some of the most thrilling time he had uh, ever spent in his life, that the uh, uh, Lunsford Orchestra was absolutely uh, wonderful to hear. Their, the sound uh, and the enthusiasm which they projected was just irresistible. Let's play another one from this 1940 air check. This is a a seldom heard thing, but a good swing tune called impromptu. for Orchestra of an Air Check in 1940, impromptu. Another one from that uh, uh, same Air Check is a vocal by their great trombonist, Trummy Young. Trummy is still playing. Uh, a couple of years ago, I happened to be out in Honolulu, and uh, where well, you wouldn't expect to hear any jazz, but I heard quite a bit. Lionel Hampton was there with his big orchestra, and Trummy Young was uh, at the top, rooftop of one of the hotels with a uh, quartet. He played some Hawaiian music, and he played uh, some of the old Lunsford things. I had a chance to chat with him a little between sets, and uh, you could see the delight in his eyes when you talked about the old Lunsford days. He loved them and still plays much of the music uh, of that time. This is a trummy young vocal. There's a great uh, Joe Thomas uh, tenor uh, solo. This is 1940. The tune is It's All Over Now. Come uh-huh> on! Young with Jimmy Lunsford and his orchestra, it's all over now. Looking back on the Lunsford orchestra, uh, one of its members recalls that a typical year for the Lunsford band at that time included a couple of hundred one-night stands, 15 or 20 weeks in a theater, and these would generally be one-week uh, uh, runs, one four-week location at someplace and two weeks of vacation. There probably no band in the land played as many one-nighters. Uh, it uh, took its toll on the band. Uh, also, as the uh, young musicians that Lunsford had m- matured, uh, some of them gradually left because of the um, constant strain that uh, that uh, kept on them. Uh, one-night stands generally uh, give more income to the band than a a location, and uh, if Lunsford can be criticized at all is that he played too many of those, and it uh, eventually hurt the band. But this was later. The band is still swinging. Here's one from uh, about 1940. This is called High Spook. placed by Billy Moore. Uh, arrangements were often done much in the Oliver style. Uh, uh, Edwin Wilcox, the pianist, uh, took over more of the arranging. The <laughs> Yard Dog, Mazurka. Well, as the war came on, uh, it helped take its toll of the uh, Lunsford Band. Uh, Some of the men were taken into the service. As I've said, uh, the one-nighters also took their toll as uh, some of the men left. Uh, Lunsford was a big, impressive man, was a fine leader, a good musician himself, although he he did not play with the band except on rare occasion. Uh, He was a good leader, kept, Uh, The band together. He was, as some other leaders may have been, uh, a little short on uh, uh, paying his men, and uh, some of them uh, left perhaps uh, for that reason. The great alto saxophonist uh, Willie Smith finally left and uh, went to play with uh, Harry James. Uh, It's said that uh, Smith cried when he left. Uh, He hated to go. The great spirit of the uh, Lunsford band would be missed, but uh, sometimes people have to go, go on. The last record I have of the Lunsford band is called The Last Sparks, 1941 to 1944. This is a 1942 record called Battle Axe. It's arranged by Billy Moore. Trummy Young has a solo, so does Gerald Smith and Joe Thomas, as well as Snooky Young. If this is the last uh, Sparks of the great Lunsford band, It must have been quite a fire when it was going. This is Battleaxe. Mm-mm. Lunsford Orchestra 1942 tune called Battle Axe. Well the Lunsford band uh, uh, continued on even through the war and thereafter. The big band business was uh, having its hard times and many many bands were disbanding. However the Lunsford Orchestra continued. Maybe its bookings weren't quite as good uh, but it was still a fine swinging orchestra despite uh, numerous personnel changes. Perhaps the great spirit uh, of the early days was uh, partly gone, but it was still a fine band. The end came as far as Lunsford on July 12, 1947. The band was playing at the uh, Seaside Resort called Seaside, Oregon. Uh, Lunsford was uh, autographing uh, uh, records in a record store in Seaside. Uh, He suddenly felt a pain, he had a heart attack, and in a few minutes he was dead. The Lunsford Orchestra continued on for two years under the direction of its pianist Ed Wilcox and uh, uh, saxophonist Joe Thomas, and so it was 49 until they finally gave up. So for a period of, uh, from about 1934, for some 12 years, it was one of the most sought-after bands in the United States with a style that uh, uh, few could uh, uh, copy. They they left a prolific recording of great recordings, and uh, it's been a pleasure to bring those to you. Uh, Next uh, Sunday, our featured artist will be J.J. Johnson, the great modern trombonist. Then, as always, Swings the Thing.